Man City have just put in the worst performance I've seen since maybe 2020. Absolutely embarrassing from Manchester City losing against Aston Villa 1-0. Conversely, Manchester United have just won against Chelsea after a really bad defeat against Newcastle. So it now means that Manchester United are only three points behind Manchester City in the table. City's form is 12 points from, sorry, is uh, three points from 12 games over the last four games. Truly terrible. To dissect the uh, Aston Villa game, touching on the Spurs game, and also covering the loss to Newcastle, but more importantly, the win against Chelsea, I'm joined by Gasky, Man United fan. Gasky, how you doing, mate? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, you might say, after that terrible... Well, well, if you're a Villa fan, it is a good evening. disgraceful. I'm so angry, Gasky. Don't... <laughs> the game's just yeah. finished. Normally, we record these like a day after, so I've been able to cool down if it's a bad result or whatever. I am... I'm, I'm ill as well. I've got a cold. But you're looking fresh, Gasky. You've got some fresh shades. I've, as you can see, based on the last podcast, you know, I am now... I can now see... Mm-hmm. It wasn't wasn't that bad. It's, it's distance that I have issues with, but I've decided. You know what? I don't like batting glasses. I'll stick with it. And yeah. also, thanks to thanks to my good friend Nobbins here, I now have. I don't have to hold my mic. I have now got a monitor arm, so now I can talk with my hands like this. Well, hey, look at that! So, he can talk with his hands. So what we can do is what we can do. Fantastic, uh, Gasky. Can can for, what for my sanity? Can we like talk about City first of all? Maybe let's yeah start with City. Let's start with City. Yeah. So obviously, Gasky, you weren't able to watch the Villa game because you were watching the United game. We literally yeah. just recorded it. Um, I what I would recommend. Just while I'm talking, Gasky, what I'd recommend you do maybe open up Foot Mob Sofa Score. Just have a look at the stats. Just so- I was I was I was keeping an eye mm. on the stats. Yeah, just so you get and a flavour of like you know I was. I was very, we'll use FOTMOB, because I was very, very surprised when I, all I could see was City's possession was what you expect. But it was, obviously, based on just numbers, Villa, Villa were on like 18 shots and City had two. They had 10 times more shots than us. More than 10 times as many shots. And our two shots, which technically counts as two big chances, both came in the same attacking sequence. Holland had a shot, wow. Martinez saved it, and then from that save, Bernardo crossed it, Holland yeah, had another like, shot and will, saved it. I will say, like, obviously, this is why you don't go off the numbers. Like, total shots is 22, and what's this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, nine of them were just, I mean, well, I think five of them for like 35 yards out. But, like, but the goal came from outside the box. Yeah, exactly. So. And they also hit the woodwork from outside the box yeah. as well. Um, it was an abhorrent performance. Now, this, I was so not confident about this game. Because we had no Rodri. Obviously, we've got no De Bruyne. Roger himself yeah. books like an idiot against Spurs. And, and Villa at home are just different. Yeah, v- Villa are, well, is, that, is that the four team consecutive win at home in the league? Maybe, but they're now, they're now third in the start. table. Yeah. They're a good team yeah. anyway. Going and and um, I had a, um, I'll just, uh, not related to this game, but I actually had um, someone I know who genuinely said, don't count Villa out for the Premier League title. And I laughed at him. I said I would give up my podcast position if Villa won the league. And I st- I'm a little bit sweat. As things stand, <laughs> they're in a better position than City. That's yes, for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was yes. always going to be a tricky game. And yes, obviously Aston Villa were fantastic. I'm not going to take that away from them. But there is no world in which Man City should be allowing a team to dominate them in this way. I don't care if Roger is not in the team. Essentially, Gasky, what, so I mean, the first half, 
especially was terrible. We actually got, it start, start of the second half, we actually started to get a little bit more control in the game for like the first 10, 15 minutes. Then it went to, then it went to absolute shit again. Um, the first half, um, basically what was happening was Villa played one ball through, either over the top or whatever, and it would just bypass our midfield every single time. Um, another situation, I'd love to see the high turnovers stats. Uh, I'll need to look into that. I feel like we gave away the ball so much in our own defensive third because Villa were pressing us and because our defenders just couldn't handle it. Now, again, you can look and they go, well, Roger wasn't playing. He's normally really good at doing that. But it's just not an excuse. You've got John Stones in the game. You've got Rico yeah. Lewis on, on in the game. You've got Kanji Gavardio. These are all players who are good on the ball. Um, Alvarez did annoy me, like he kept giving it away. But even when Alvarez went off and Kovacic and Nunes came on, in theory, right, we've got legs in the midfield. We've got midfielders in the midfield. There was still zero presence there, and it didn't solve the issues. And and then the goal was scored therein by, again, just like one ball coming through. Maybe Gavardio should do better defensively, and it is yeah. a deflection, but I don't care. We should have lost that game about 3-0. It was yeah, embarrassing. I, I think one of the things I was reading was that Villa were playing a very narrow formation, probably to kind of stop City playing their game. Yeah. And... It worked. The, the city had, like you said, city obviously had no midfield. And where, where, what do you, what are you expecting strikers like Haaland to do? Off mm. basically nothing, off scraps. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was just beyond embarrassing, beyond embarrassing. Um, I, again, I accept that there are injury, injury, injured players, there are suspended players, whatever. But it's not, it's not good enough. That 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 team was good enough to not get absolutely slaughtered like they well, did. Well, in City's, like they from were. City's squad, you play no one to get slaughtered. Even if they were playing against Arsenal or Liverpool, mm. you wouldn't expect that from them. Yeah. And, that, and as I say, that is literally worse than any game so far this season, worse than any game last season, worse than any game the season before. Pretty sure the last time we got dominated that badly was that infamous Leicester game before... The fact was that the five two, yeah, yeah. Before Ruben Diaz signed for the season, club, wasn't it? in Pep's, uh, that was his second. Uh, no, that was his uh, second season. That, that was that was the twenty 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 one season. Oh no, no that, that was after the Centurion. No, no, that was like his fourth season. That was um, it. Oh, yeah, the five two. Yeah, right, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was his. Oh no, was that was that like Swansea when they lost three 0 or something? I think you're thinking of Everton in his first season. That was terrible. We got, we lost no. like four four one that day oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Stones. That was John Stones' first season under Pep, and he, it was awful. But yeah, terrible, 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 terrible. And uh, bigger picture, I still think City win the Premier League. I don't know why I still think that, but I, I do. Um, main, I'm mainly clinging on to the idea that players will come back from injury. Pep yeah. will sort this out. He's got a, he's got a lot of work to do, but I'm confident he will sort it out. Yeah. Um, obviously, that that's it. That's injuries permitting. But just focusing on on this game today, as I say, and the context, it, it, draw, 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 loss. And it is a tricky run. Samford Bridge, home against Liverpool, home against Spurs, Villa Park. They are tricky games, but City should not only be getting three points from those games. That is like relegation form, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough run, but like you said, I think it was on the back of the Chelsea game. It was like shouldn't be conceding four against them, or whatever, what was it? Yeah, yeah, shouldn't be conceding that many goals against them. You know, should it be a comfortable win. They'll be fine. Liverpool game should have won it. Tottenham game should have won it. It was errors, and then the Villa game they've been turned over, and it's like, was this was this coming? Mm. Was it was about to be a game where they were just where they literally won't get their goals, and another team will just be all over them, and it and it has come, hasn't it? So. Mm. 
It has cities proverbial eggs have come to chickens have come to roost. The eggs have come to hatch, whatever the term is, yeah. I don't know. Another thing that annoyed me, um, I don't think any city player was good today. Edison, man of the match, made up some really good saves in the game. Um Foden was maybe our best outfield player though. Maybe. He he created the uh, you know the, the best chance of the game for Haaland. I think Haaland's header was actually offside, so I think if it went in, it would have been offside. So really, City only created one big chance of the game. Foden created that from the left. This is That's a second game in a row now where City haven't been necessarily at their best in the game. They've needed a goal in the game, and Foden's been hooked. I don't know what is going on there. I... I, I I, 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 I can't explain it. It's that, really annoying me. That is me. a weird one. It's angering me, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. Because if you're if you're in a position where you're in a match where you're completely second best, you need players who are going to create something from nothing. Foden, Foden is capable of doing that. You, you know, you could pick the ball up surrounded by four players, turn them all and get a goal from absolutely nothing. They, they're the players you would think should be on the pitch. Mm. But to take them off, it's like, well, who's on the pitch then? Who's going to link defence and attack then? Mm. It's a really weird, really weird situation. And I think the Foden didn't even talk to Pep when he when he got subbed, and he's well within he's well within his right to be annoyed. He's again, yeah. he, he's he's in my opinion been our best player this season, one of our best outfield players today. And he, and he just gets hooked. I just, I just don't get it. But yeah, City were just really bad, really dross. I don't actually know how to analyse it outside of we just didn't have a midfield. I don't really understand why. It's more than just Rodri not being there. Um, and it's not looking good, to be honest, um, outside of players coming back and Pep sorting it. We need Stones to have a... a Stones didn't actually even play that well, to be fair, today, by the way being asked to do a position he was basically asking he was asked to be Rodri he was at he was the, he wasn't yeah. an inverting player he was the, the six he was the defensive midfielder the guy yeah yeah and obviously he isn't that guy he can't do that I don't think no. he's very, he very alongside him not yeah, for him <laughs> very different yeah. positions and roles so terrible honestly and I've and I'm ill so that made me really angry um I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't really yeah, I, know that Gasky, I know you didn't watch the game but you obviously, you've seen the stats, so you know that City got absolutely twatted and dominated. Do you still have my f- confidence that City win this league, or is, is some genuine doubt starting to creep um, in? We used we used to it over the last few years where City do have a bad run, right? They have, there's always a run where they'll be like, and the same interviews are happening, the same the same pundits and the same things. Have they been figured out? They said it last season around this time and the season before that, mm. and you know what comes. The, the crazy run after Christmas. So we know what City are like. We know when to judge them. And that is if that run doesn't happen. If they're still dropping points when they've won three in a row in February, do they lose? Do they draw a game? That's when I think you will realise if it is like that, that's it. City, you know, City ain't winning the league. And even if they're in touching distance by then. Mm. But I do, I do think they'll be fine. I do think once the whole squad's fit and they'll start, as soon as they get that one match, that'll, like, they, they could, whoever they play at the weekend, they could just go in 6 0. And then you'll be like, oh, you see. I tell you what back. that game is, though, Gasket. It's Luton away. That's what they need, then, innit? Play Luton away, who have just put three past Newcastle, uh, three past Arsenal. And got a point who, against Liverpool. 
yeah, and got a point against Liverpool, go and prove your point by battering them there. Which, not, which I don't think anyone's... Well, Chelsea. Chelsea beat 3-0 there. And that mm-hmm. is the only team I think that's actually had that kind of... I might be wrong, but that, you know, basically, basically battered them in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's what City need right now, is just a drumming. And just last thing on City... Um... So we talked about the defense. Obviously, the defensive midfield issues were an issue, but the two shots. Now, I just briefly saw there on Twitter that someone went back and looked at all like the you know game City had shots in, and the stats don't go further back than like you know fourteen, fifteen, or whatever in this particular for, for the data or whatever. And City have never had less than uh, what they've had today. They've always had more than what they've had today. So well, yeah. So well, from obviously from my stats, they had, they had two shots, two on target. They were both big chances, and they had an expected goals of 0.83. So mm. for two shots, that is very high. It, it is, but they were both in the same attacking sequence, and one of them would have been offside anyway. And that one, which would have been offside, right. had like an xG of like 0.7. So that is very skewed. So it's only really right. like an xG of 0.1 yeah. and one shot and one and one really because yeah. again it, his, head, one his, his header would have been offside. So right. we just we didn't shoot and that, that came in like the first five ten minutes. No shots. What? What? How is that possible? How can you be so bad in all elements that, of the that, pitch? I mean, like, and then, and then <laughs> for sorry. ninety minutes, Villa were just flooding players forward and they were just throwing, throwing, basically just going for the win. And and is that is this is this a situation where? Teams will then go, you know what? Let's just do what Villa have done. Let's just go for it. Have a go. Well, you might as which well is, want to go midfield. Exactly. That's what Luton did yesterday. Luton were just like, we're playing Arsenal. Let's just go for it. And they almost beat them. And I'm angry. It's evidence I'm angry. that just go for it. And just the, it's a lack of shots for me. It's just a shock. Mm. Just outclassed in all areas of the pitch. Need, as I agree with you. We need a statement win. Got mm. to get obviously got to get players back to full fitness. You, I'm, I'm clinging on to the idea that when they come back, all the pieces will fall together and we will we will, yeah. we will rediscover the city that we had at the end of last season. Um, but based on the past few games, it's certainly in terms of results, it's bad. I I can accept a bad result. I can't accept and what really irks me and angers me is a bad performance. And this yeah. was fucking shit. Um, I'm pissed well, off. That that was well before. Obviously, before we talk about United, that was the feeling I kind of got watching United. I thought, you know, what's going to happen? I'm going to be annoyed because they should win, mm. and they won't. Well, well on that note, <laughs> but, unless you've got anything else to say about City, Gas, no, shall, no, shall we move um, on to Man United? Yeah, we can do. We can we actually do. talk about a team who won. Uh, won. It's very rare. I feel that it's a situation where City lose and United win on these podcasts when in was, two separate when, games. Have we ever have we ever had a podcast where you're pissed off and I'm quite. I'm trying to think of a good word. Jovial? Uh, just jo- Yes, I'm jovial. Well United, well, United won the derby last season, to be fair. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the derby win. But then, to be fair, that derby win, we were talking about the controversial decision no, I know, for a lot yeah. of it. I, so it again, I, I haven't been one. this angry in a while. It's the perf- Again, I, I don't care about bad results. I care about bad performances. Anyway, That's what, yeah, yeah. United had a good win and a good performance, Gassi. Again, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, but I imagine after the Newcastle performance and results... Yeah. You really needed this. Yeah, definitely. The The Newcastle game was just evidence that certain players do not suit any system that um, Ten Hag's trying to play. And it, in, in turn, for me, it comes down to pressing from the front. 
and against Newcastle, Rashford and Martial gives you nothing. And what that ha- what happened in that game was Fernandez would have to do the pressing job because Martial ain't going to do it. Martial's not dropping back, which means that there's this huge hole in midfield. Which and then that's what Newcastle were doing, and they, they were just through so much space. But then in the Chelsea game, you had Anthony Gennaro and Hoyland all pressing, and I'd be interested to know how many errors. Sanchez actually made because he gave the ball away. United should have won about four up at half time through goalkeeper errors because they were just constantly pressing and then winning it back in their third. Mm. And it was it was night and day compared to the Newcastle game based on the front three. Actual you know, desire um, and intent. And Ansi was brilliant. Ansi just was all what? over Colwell all game. What? He was yes, he was very, and, very so, good. So it's so, so, pause, 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 pause. Just kind of confirm he said those three words. Anthony was brilliant. Yes, Anthony wow. was Anthony wow. was very very good. He was all over Corbyn all game. He he obviously his final his final decision making and his final you know knees improvement. But he was constantly on top of him. He wasn't trying to do fancy dribbles. He was trying to get rid of the ball. He was trying to create space. And yeah, and Ganache on the other side, he was good. His decision making needs improving, but he's nineteen. It's going to come with time. Ireland again pressing from the front, brilliant. And then having Amrabat there, who was basically just giving the centre backs someone to pass to, and giving you know linking that linking that play is what what they lack when you know when he's not playing there or when someone who's unable to do that is playing there. Obviously, the the way they played is risky because Chelsea, if they got round that press, it was three on two, mm. and you know. I think Onana saved a point, you know, like a one-on-one against Jackson, which was similar to the kind of the goals he scored against uh, Spurs in that game. Yeah, and against a more against against like a, a Liverpool or a City, you, you'd concede a few playing that way. But it when it, it was the second half for me because the second the issue they had was playing Lindelof and Maguire. There is no legs, so their goal came from. Um, Palmer cut inside he's running with the ball um, and Shaw's gone to cover Lindelof to basically go go win the ball I've got your spot here Lindelof couldn't keep up with him so he was just jogging next to him Mm. and it was he just he just trickled it Onana's covering the post that oh Palmer can only shoot at this post I'm going to cover it and then it was the softest shot in the other corner because he was like Onana's gone to cover the other post because there's no legs there whereas if Shaw was centre back or Martinez on the pitch they're going to block that they're going to close him down but the second half, he took Lindelof off for uh, Reguilon, who was also fantastic. Reguilon was brilliant when he came on. Yeah. And Shaw went into centre-back, and it was a different different story. He just covered everything, and he could press from the centre. Mm. And, yeah, it was just... It, they, they were playing together, and they were all helping each other out. McTominay still is crap at everything he does, apart from putting the ball in the net. Yeah, he got a cheeky which, brace. Yeah, yeah. Which, for, which is... He knows... I will never criticise him because he know in the box because he knows exactly where to stand. First goal, he knew I'm going to drop back while they're all pressing there, and I've got this penalty area to myself, and I'll just smash it in. Second goal, he just died, charged it down, edited it in. Simple as that. Mm. And yeah, and other than that, I can't fault the performance really. Every, everyone was everyone was brilliant. Yeah, and- the only issue, the only issue I felt was just the lack of legs in defence in the first half was a big issue, but putting Shaw there kind of fixed that yeah. and. Chelsea were just they were it was this it was the same story as last season. They were just errors everywhere for him. And United Forced or should, unforced. You say you say a bit of both. Like you're pressing the keeper down 
Hoyland's running at the keeper. The keeper clears and he goes straight to Anthony on the edge of the box. It's like, mm. really? Have you forced that? You're pressing sure. him to kick it out and he's completely balls it up. And he did that multiple times. Rhys James came on, you know, best right back in the world according to Chelsea fans. And he gave it he away. Like, about I think two games about five times. About five times he gave it away. Mm. You know, and for a team where, according to the media, 50% of the dressing room has lost faith in the manager, they were pretty good. So... Yeah, that that's, that was an interesting <laughs> so, subplot as well, yeah. wasn't it? Like yeah. a story came out from was it the uh, you'll know more about this than me, but I believe a story came out from the MAN saying that you know oh certain players aren't happy with Hoyland or whatever, um, and then United. Well, yeah, so, yeah, so but what you'll notice as a United fan, what I notice is when they lose. The, the, I'll, give, I'll even give you the name. So Samuel Luckhurst is the guy. Always been named and shamed. Yeah. And he'll always come out and go, dressing room leaks, dressing room leaks. And he'll come out with some just BS. And then things like, they weren't happy about the Hoyland transfer. Mm. And rubbish like this. And then what has happened this time is, I think United have had enough and they've just gone, You're, you Sky, and Sky Sports have put out, which I think is quite funny, exclusive Ten Hag, 50% of the United dressing room have lost faith in Ten Hag. That's an exclusive. They've banned them, and then Ten Hag's answered the question and gone, no, it's not true. And the reason, obviously, I think if you've read it, the reason they've banned them from coming in is basically saying, you're you're releasing this information without speaking to us from our side. And this is a United United writer and reporter. Yeah. So clearly... I think that's really good by United, by the way, to to just say, piss off, guys. That's what Fergie did in the past. Fergie was like... Get rid of them then because I, I, they're, I, they're making I, stuff up. I'd prefer it if more people did that. Yeah. Just like, we're not taking but, your yeah, shit. And then, and then even, I think as well, it came out today. So um, Anthony did an interview with the United stand and he's come out and out with him as well. Saying the media is ridiculous and he's come out with a really strong interview and it's really, really good to see. Good. That they just, the, bit, the players are also coming out and making comments saying the media is a load of crap, mm. which it is. Okay. So I don't know if this is true. So allegedly two players are responsible for these leaks yeah. or, or, or falsehoods or whatever. So I don't know if that's true, but for argument's sake, let's assume it is. Um, do we have any like idea who it might be? Or is no. it just unnamed players? No, no but based on, based on the way Ten Hag has been since taking over, you can imagine that they would be gone if it was true. Sure. Based on what he's done. Or, or so, will be out very soon. So if there's any if there's any weird transfers in January that you're like, hmm, you know why. Yeah, like Casemiro off to Saudi. Hmm. If if nothing, if nothing comes from it, yeah. If 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 Varane and Casemiro randomly go in January, then you can might be like, do you know what? It's probably yeah. them. Sure. It would kind of make sense. But if no one goes, then you kind of think it's BS. Hmm. So good good decisions off the pitch and better attitudes on the pitch. He said that that Chelsea game was characterized by desire intensity good pressing it's the leg it was because it happened in the Newcastle game when I was going to say like what's the difference the players I mentioned when Anthony Hoyland and Amrabat came on against Newcastle they got the ball and Mm. they were pushing they were doing similar to what they did against Chelsea they were pushing them back and they I think they need a run together last season Martinez and Varane had a run at centre back together and they were winning every game Mm. and they were getting an idea together they need the same. The attack need to play together to get an idea of what they can do. Like, like Highland is constantly getting in positions, and the crosses are not good enough. If if you keep playing them together, eventually you'll understand what he's going to do, and you're going to get the ball to you ball to him, and he's going to score goals. But hmm. chop, I understand chopping and changing with injuries and stuff. But I think I think this 
this front six midfield and attack I think is the perfect balance for the team the only player there really I would say is McTominay just doesn't do enough other than outside the box to he doesn't offer it so and I think I was I was um I was texting my brother during the game and I was like the one the the, the player that United used to have who would be perfect in that position if he wasn't for his attitude would be Pogba playing in that position, then late runs into the box. And he need have the ability to do what Matomini can't do. But again, he ruined he ruined everything at United for himself, sure. really. So yeah. but that's the only position really based on that that I, that needs improving and needs more quality there, which is his position. Is is you don't want to take him off because you you lose them midfield goals. Yeah. But then on the pitch, he doesn't do you know, he doesn't win the ball back very well. He doesn't pass very well or you know, so it's he doesn't do a lot. Apart from that, let's assume then that this, you know, these these players you mentioned, you know, your Hoylands, Anthony's, etc. Let's assume that they now get a significant run of games consecutively. So Anthony becomes, you know, the main guy at right wing. Hoyland obviously is the main man up top. Couple that with Garnacho's desire and intensity. You don't really want to drop him from the left wing. Now, especially after the really bad display against Newcastle. And question marks about attitudes. I think you know where I'm coming with this. Mm-hmm. Where does this leave in general, Marcus Rashford? And what are your thoughts on him now? Now that you've seen the difference in sort of intensity, desire, etc. Like, is is there? Can he get back into this team at this point? I with Rashford's situation. I would treat him very similar to how Maguire was treated. Clearly, Maguire wasn't. Ten Hag didn't see anything in Maguire to play him. He didn't think he's not going to work when he came into the team. He sat on the bench. And fair, fair enough to Maguire. He's not, he's not gone and said shit, you know. If all these, you know, dressing room leaks from last season are obviously rumours and people were saying it was him. He's come back into the team now and he's looking like one of the best in the team. He was good again today. He was cutting out a lot of passes. It was just one incident when he decided to try and dribble and he fell over the ball. Mm. And only one in a game, he's pretty good for him. So he was playing very well. So all I can think of, you do the same with Rashford. You say, look, Ganacho's offering me what I need. Anthony's offering me what I need and Hoyland is. You ain't playing. You can come off, they can come off the bench when Hoyland needs a rest or one of the front three needs a rest. But until you prove to me, you can go and play it. You can play in the FA Cup in the new year. But until you show me that you can do what I'm asking for, you're not playing. Do you think... I, I think you need to treat it in the same way. Do you think Rashford accepts that as one of the top earners no. at the club? I think I think Rashford's attitude is, I should be starting for Manchester United. I'm one of the main players. Mm. It, when he came off the bench in this game, he just, he looked like he couldn't be bothered. Why should I really? come off for five minutes? He just, he just, he was not, there was none like, you know, you know, like, it sounds weird, but you know, when players on the sidelines and then they're kind of doing like quick jogs and stuff, getting warmed up, ready to go, he just kind of stood there and was like, sure. Okay. And then he was there pulling his socks away, telling him what he needs to do. And he just looks not interested, to be honest, from mm. my perspective. So, which is worrying because it's his boyhood club. Exactly. And he's, and he's meant to be the one that everyone should be like, yes, I'm playing for you. I'm playing for the club I su- that I've supported all my life. And these players should be like, you know, oh, the main man there. And he just looks disinterested in a way. Mm. So part of me is like, look, I says, don't play him. Simple as that. So he, and, Don't blame. and then if he doesn't accept, I mean, that's a similar thing to you know last season when Cancelo. This recently came out. I don't know if you've seen like this recently came out that uh, you know confirmed by like uh, Pep's 
um, a, a assistant. And basically, it was confirmed that Cancelo, whose game, whose Rico Lewis has been picked over him, Cancelo did an outburst in training. Basically, said, "Stop! You, you need to stop playing that kid over me because I'm Cancelo." And then, and obviously, basically, what you said about Rashford there, you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm better than this. I don't need this. Obviously, he was shipped out. So, could we maybe but have a similar situation? I, this is, but I think this, yeah, but this is where I think United need to do it. No matter who, what your name is, and no matter where you've come from, you need. We're in a position where you've got players with a bit of effort there. The team's a bit of effort. You need to let the manager do what he wants to do. And if these players, though, that attitude. Mm. They're not going to fit in. They need to go. Simple as that. You know, it's painful to say, you know, it's a player that's come through the youth who's played a lot of games for United and has had a lot of good moments. But is it is it long-term? In yeah. the next five well, years, is he still going to be starting every match? I don't think so. Unless you've got anything else to say about United, asking, it's fine if you do. Please do. Please do. I just want to give a thought experiment. So... No, oh, yeah, you go for it. Let's for say... It. So I don't know what Rashford's contract situation is, but I'm pretty sure he's one of the highest paid players. So add into that, let's assume for the rest of this season, it's sort of similar levels of performance. Maybe the effort gets a bit better, whatever. But let's assume, you know, Anthony Ganacho keep playing decent. PSG come in in the summer and can they... I, can I interrupt you by just saying yes? Because I know what's coming. <laughs> oh, really? So it's not even a thought. It's just, no, just go. I would I would genuinely look at it and I'd be like, right. Uh, if, let's say by the end of the season, Anthony... Anthony Hoyle and Ganacho have played that front three have played together most out of all of the attackers United have got. I would be more than happy to accept a bid from PSG of a decent amount for Rashford and we just move on personally because Interesting. look I says I can't it's when you've got players who every like no matter what Anthony's had really bad games hasn't he but you can't fault his work effort he doesn't stop running Ganacho's the same. He doesn't stop running. And Hoyland. These players, even like I said, Reguilon came on, he wouldn't stop either. He was constantly, you know, gunning it. If you just if you've got a player on the bench where you can go, right, I'm resting Hoyland, I'm gonna play Rashford, and it's the complete opposite of what he's offering that he needs in the team, then he's not required. He's a supposed to requirements. Mm. So in the team, you might as well you might as well get a bit of money for him, especially in United's position where they're trying where they have to get loans and stuff. Get the cash in. Get the cash in. You know, because it's it's down to the player at the end of the day. You can't go, he's come through the youth, so we need to give him benefit of the doubt. No, I says he's the same as any other player. Mm, absolutely. I, I agree with you to answer at this point. It's it's a it's always an effort issue for me. If a player's given up, then why should why should you Yeah, have exactly. Anything else you'd like to say about United, Gasky? Because it was a very good win, obviously, against Chelsea. A, no, a, a, um, a good win against a big six club. At home, which they're fine to do, and it's Chelsea, which they're fine to do anyway. It's and, away from home, and only three <laughs> points behind City. Genuinely, yeah, the next week, I think they're better off than they were last season. You might be ahead of City. Yeah, I think they're better off than. No, I don't think Luton will be there. But stranger things. Would, have would you have three points in twelve? I'm saying exactly. I don't know if that's ever happened in Guardiola's career. Not winning a game for four games in a row. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there is a system there. With these players that Ten Hag that works with Ten Hag, and I think you just need to give him a run mm. as a t- uh, uh, even if you like the tight a bit like leggy and stuff. Just you've you've got a system there. Go for it. Sure. So sh- shall we move on to knob gas questions, Gasky? Just Let's very briefly. Um, oh yeah. Because I want to go because I'm in a bad mood and I've 
and I'm ill. Um, Tom Little says, Pep out yet? No, don't be silly, Tom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, right, any other ones here? Um, we cry when Van Dyke lifts number 20, says Liam. Yes. Uh, Pim says, is Gasky Ten Hag out? What's your opinion on the right-back situation? Uh, are you turning hard out, Gasky? Yes or no? No. Why would I be turning hard out? What's your opinion on the right back situation? They they need a new right back. Need a new right back. Uh, I, probably, probably I would agree. happily see either of the two go mm. because one Delo is too hit and miss. Mambasaka isn't a top level fullback. They need they need someone leggy. Mm. I, I would hap- I'd like to see. I would be interested in that Frimpong from Leverkusen. He, he, I like him. He's good. And he would be perfect. Interesting. Uh, Kante says, City currently sit close to eighth and first. Really? Okay. Uh, do you think... City- these, these are very, very funny questions. Do you think City <laughs> will go down? Yes, they'll get relegated. Uh, Narnbred says, do you think the City gap is becoming is is becoming insurmountable? Great words. And what winning streak would we need to go on to close the gap? I would only be genuinely concerned... If, and this is before the De Bruyne, because I'm still so convinced, as long as you're within like six points and De Bruyne comes back, I'm still convinced City go on and win it quite handily. Yeah. I think you've got you've got to take into account that City still have to play Arsenal again. Uh, Arsenal have Liverpool twice. Mm. And City obviously have to play Liverpool again. And we're not you even know, halfway the, through the, the season. Six, exactly. Yeah, there are six point games that are still there and it could change within a couple of match weeks. Yeah. So it, If it gets to 10 points... I will be genuinely, for me, that's it. You can't get to double digits, you know, sort of like January time that, that you can't do I th- that. I think, I think when you're, when you're past halfway through the season and a team at the top has a 10 point lead, it's bottle job if you don't win it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it, it takes a lot to throw that way. 100%. 100%. Let's go into check if there are any other ones from last time. Oh, let's have a look. See uh, here. If you had to use one word, to, this is from Ed. If you had to use one word to describe the Premier League season so far, what word would it be and why? Um, confusing, maybe. Odd. <laughs> odd. It yeah. has been very odd. Competitive. It, it, it's weird. It's weird because like you've got Arsenal, and Liverpool, both playing playing well. Liverpool have a new midfield, whereas but Arsenal are still doing what they did last end of last season so it's a bit of a weird one Villa are just two different teams home and away mm-hmm. like away from home they barely win don't they but at home they just can't be stopped um, Chelsea and United are back to doing their old tricks again and City are, are very odd as well and it's yeah I feel like it's I feel like really? it's a very weak football season do you know, I feel like it's a very weak Premier League this season. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because City aren't like up to like, where, where we expect them to be. I don't know. It just feels like... It's it's weird from like a bottom half perspective because everyone's beating everyone in the bottom half. Yeah, and that's so, what I mean. I, I, feel, I feel like the, yeah. the gap isn't that big. Like, I don't think... I think I, I was wrong when I thought City were going to get, you know, 90 plus points. That's I don't think any team's going to get 90 points this season or close to it. I think it's going to be high 80s is going to be enough to win the league this season. I don't think it's that... Strong, to be honest. Um, is it is it considered weak if everyone's beating everyone and the I'm, winners so I'm get t- so I'm talking so specifically I'm talking about from like you know because uh, not normally there's like normally a couple of teams which are clearly better 
than the others. I don't think that ah, right. okay. d- difference in quality so it, it, is there. It's strong, it's strong in terms of a league, but it's weak in terms of the actual quality at the yeah, top. Purely from whoever's yeah. going to win the title, even if it's City, at this stage, it, it's... It's, a, it's going to be weird. The champions are going to be a yeah. bit weird. It's not like, now, you yeah. know... It's not like, you know, uh, the 18-19 season where City and Liverpool were unbelievable. They were neck and neck all season. Uh, yeah, and, and it was like some of the best football teams that we've seen. I, I don't really get that vibe this season. Um, uh, uh, finally, uh, so this is just after like, because Wolves keep getting robbed this season. Um, Will asks, if Wolves were to finish one point away from safety, would they have grounds for legal action against the Premier League? He's thinking of the United game, the Luton game, the Sheffield United game and the Newcastle Game potentially it's, six to eight points dropped due to officials who've come out and apologised for these decisions. <laughs> now it's it's not it's it's bad luck. It, you it's, know, it's human 20 error. Teams, yeah, there's twenty team, there's ten twenty teams in the league, and there's ten matches a week, right? And if if there's going to be a decision every week, it's one in ten that it's going to be their match, or one in twenty it's going to be them. Like you look at some, you look at some of the United ones as well. Like they should have penalties, but it yeah. is what it is. But like, I mean, they, they got one today, they really missed it. It is what it is. It's all human error. But Bruno missed the penalty today as well. If you didn't see that, yeah, I heard, I heard he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and, and, it, and it rounds up the way he takes penalties because he puts it in the net, cool as you like, misses it, crap penalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he, t- he tapped them. <laughs> yeah, Gasky, that's been the podcast. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm not a happy man. I'm, I'm. What was, the, what was the word you gave me? Jovial. Jovial. <laughs> I'm jovial. Yeah, there we go, guys. Um, that was the podcast. City lose really bad few weeks. United win. Contrasting. We could, we could be in a situation next podcast. We could be neck and neck on points. <laughs> oh, if that happens, I'm going to end it all. I can't be bothered with that. <laughs> if, if that if that happens, if that happens, I've, that's just that's pathetic, isn't it? That is actually pathetic. That is. <laughs> Because United have been shit. Let's not be around the bush this United season. United have been, been shit. United haven't been good. God. God. Anyway. Gasky, have you enjoyed it? I've I'm loved not, it. I'm not I, normally this I, upset. Have you loved it too? Yeah, it's been great. It, you love these podcasts, don't you? I love them so much, especially when I'm ill. That's my favourite thing to do. I could tell. Now go and, now go and get yourself some, <laughs> go and get yourself some ice cream. If you've enjoyed the podcast, guys, despite my whinging, make sure to follow the podcast so you all stay updated. Do it or else. Mm. You don't want to miss out on these great podcasts. I can see you now, so I can see you not. Press that button. Exactly. Press follow, Check guys. That. Until next time, guys, uh, where hopefully I'll come back and City will have beaten Luton and, I, and my joy will be restored. I've been Nobbins. I have been Gasky. And we'll catch you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>